Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. A special anniversary for New Zealand's most famous endurance race, one in the world's most endurance, famous endurance races, the Coast to Coast, are celebrating its 40th anniversary this weekend. Uh, this year's event is different to any other, though, with uh, the threat of COVID and some wild South Island weather making things interesting for uh, the man in charge, uh, the race director, Glenn Curry, who joins us now. Glenn, uh, thanks very much for your time. I'm just uh, sort of thinking here, uh, 40 years, that's a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, uh, uh, a lot of exertion for a lot of people to, to look back on over that period of time. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It's, um, yeah, there have been a lot of people through this course. So, and um, I think one of the amazing things is, is over that 40 years, there's very little changed. I'm sitting at Klondike Corner in the middle of Arthur's Pass now, and it's probably very similar to what it was 40 years ago, you know? Yeah, I was just reading a little bit about it um, last night, actually. Uh, Robin Judkins, of course, of course, started, I think, with about 11 mates back in 1982, and then it's just uh, built from that. But one of the factors that, that you just brought out is that it really it hasn't altered that much in terms of, of of its pathway? No, it, um, a slight change a couple of years ago for the final cycle, same distance, but with just a um, different finishing uh, destination. But other than that, the course has pretty much remained the same. So, yeah, kind of cool, really. Right, like, let's look at the, this weekend. Now, you've had to make changes for obvious reasons, like all sport. Um, tell us, tell us uh, how different it's going to be this time around. Yeah, so we have um, we sort of have two events, the two-day and the um, longest day or the one-day. And um, so we have uh, unfortunately had to cancel the two-day just due to you know having numbers of up to around 5,000 in there and just not being able to meet the um, requirements. So we are just operating the one-day this year, um, and we're doing that in pods of 50. So we've really just had to restructure the whole race so that we can make it happen to um, meet requirements, I suppose. So how do you, you, you um, establish those pods? Do you do it in terms of experience, history in the race, etc.? I mean, you, you've got a group of favourites, etc. Are they going to be in the same pod? Yeah, correct. So we have categories. So we basically have an elite division, which I suppose, um, as, a, as the professionals are supposed to, they'll be in a pod. And then we basically have our age category. So we've got open, veterans, etc. And that um, they actually worked out quite nicely in the pods of 50 along those lines. Okay, so let's look at uh, the weather forecast because it's been well documented of late they've had a lot of rain in the region uh, some more uh, may be expected over the weekend as well so uh, how's the course looking in terms of those conditions yeah so that's thrown a few challenges uh, this week for us as well I mean Arthur's Pass had 26 days of no rain and it seems to be all coming in the last eight days which is um, not ideal from our end but um, we're currently sitting here in sunshine and uh, the mountain run is looking um, like we'll be able to get over there. We'll make a final decision on that at 5 o'clock. We had to make a course adjustment this morning um, and remove 
Um, the 70 kilometre Waimakariri Gorge, um, it's been in flood for basically a week now and um, just won't drop um, won't drop by the time, um, in time in time for race day basically to a level that we can manage it safely. So we are looking at an alternate course now of using the lower Waimakariri. And um, yeah, so had to tweak a few things there. So definitely keeping us on our toes really. One of the sad things about it, and a lot, not a lot of people uh, realise this, uh, of, of course, is uh, Glenn, because uh, you're actually, as a result of this, you, you do have a, a little bit of, of uh, financial benefit which you pass back to the local communities. Uh, sadly, that probably won't eventuate to a great extent this year. Yeah, that's a real shame, and it's yeah, it's one, it's part of the coast really, as all the local communities are involved in fundraising around it. So there's probably over 150 thousand dollars going to communities such as the Lions and local schools, etc., from the west coast to the east coast. And unfortunately, just due to gatherings, etc., we can't have them operating. So it's a real shame, and they actually bring a real buzz to the event. So without them and all the kids that are involved with it, etc., it is it's going to feel a little bit different, which is a shame. But we just really want to have an event and have a race. So. We've had to pull out all the stops, I suppose. So the various stations along the way that uh, traditionally were, were, you know, were points of, of gathering and points of reference, etc., um, have they changed? And what, what are the kind of protocols around those particular gathering points or, or stops? Yeah, so we have transition areas right through the, um, yeah, over the entire course. Um, so they, you know, when they change disciplines, they basically come into a transition area. Uh, the support crew in the event has been a major part. It's actually just as much fun being a support crew as the um, race. They're quite engaged in it. Um, so we had to make a change where they are self-supported, these transition areas. So the athletes are going to have to look after themselves in transition and the um, support crews can't actually enter that area. So that will change things somewhat. So And it could change the dynamic of the race, actually, in terms of um, athletes actually having to come in and manage their own gear. You know, like historically, you'd have supporters putting shoes on, et cetera, um, helping you into Etc. And now it's um yeah they're going to have to manage themselves so it will it will change the dynamic slightly and of course the finish which uh, was massive uh, you know very very popular for massive crowds to uh, to to congregate around the finish to welcome all these uh, these athletes home uh, what will that look like. Yeah, again, it's, I suppose it's, uh, it's going to be the sad state of COVID. You know, we can have up to 10,000 people on the finish line and the Christchurch public just love the event and get out and support it. And, yeah, we're, you know, we're usually probably advertising this time of year, get down and have a look, you know, we'd love to see you. And um, we're actually doing the opposite and saying, you know, like... Um, it's not, you know, we basically can't have people congregate at the finish, but um, we are promoting there's um, 70 kilometres of straight road prior to that finish line that we'd love the Christchurch public to get out on and just, um, you know, spread mm-hmm. out and cheer, cheer these cyclists on. It'd be awesome for them to come out and make it, you know, make it special, but since they're not going to have that same finish line buzz. So uh, if, you, uh, if I was to ring you now or someone was to ask you now, where would be, um, if I was looking for me and my family, um, you know, uh, to come and support uh, what areas of, of Christchurch, uh, perhaps, would you suggest that we, we go to? Yeah, well, I think there'll be really exciting viewing now on the Plan B course. So if um, you look up your maps and look at Klondike Corner to um, Thompson's Road or the Willows on the Waimakariri, the athletes will be cycling around 115 k's along that road. And there's some beautiful spots along there for a picnic. And, um, you know, they'll be coming through there midday, mid-morning tomorrow. And it'll be awesome for um, as many people to get out along that stretch of road and just cheer these athletes on. I mean, they'll all be a bit devastated about the course change. So they'll really appreciate it. The more people out there cheering and, um, you know, giving them that sort of Tour de France feel, I suppose, would be really special. So that would be probably the ideal section to catch some of these, you know, and these guys are amazing athletes so, and some of the top in the world. So it's a great opportunity to see them in action. OK, on that subject, uh, we'll look at uh, both sides uh, of uh, the Ledger men's and women's. Women's, of course, uh, Alina Usher is uh, back. Um, uh, she didn't uh, win the title, of course, last year. She's not the defending champ, but she's had a great history in it. 
very determined uh, to do something on this special occasion, being the 40th. How do you see the women's race? Yeah, I mean, Alina's, you know, you just can't write her off, and all the um, other women in that race will know that, you know, like, she's that good, and she will have a good race. It's just whether the other athletes can have a better race than her, you know, and so she's done it, this is her 17th event, and I was yarning to her last night, and I just said, what, what is it? And she goes, I'm just still learning. She still thinks she's improving. So she's like, the day that I don't feel like I'm improving or can't go any better, then I won't turn up. So 17 years, and she still thinks she's getting better, so that's amazing. Um, our Simone Meyer, who's won at um, our last year's champion, she's back, uh, incredible athlete. Again, just super determined, so she'll be a force. And then the depth of the women's is actually, there's, there's 10 women deep, basically, that could all be in the top three. They're, um, they're phenomenal. Like the New Zealand adventure racing, you know, female adventure racing scene is just phenomenal. So um, there's, mm. there's names like Buckenbird, Eddie, et cetera, that could all, all be in that top three. So it's um, pretty exciting. We had a chat yesterday to uh, Dougal Allen, who was, I won't say uh, confident, I think he was pretty bullish about his uh, ability to, um, to, to be the favourite. So uh, how do you see the men's side of it then? Yeah, I mean, Dougal's favourite. He, um, you know, like he won the event last year. Um, he's just, he's, you know, I mean, he's one of New Zealand's strong, the strongest time trial cyclist, you know, on the course. So, but again, there's um, Sam Manson who's just been, you know, chewing at the bit and been bridesmaid so many times, and he'll just be throwing everything at it. You know, he's just going to give it, you know, he'll he'll give it everything. So, um, Ryan Kiesanowski from Christchurch. Um, there's Bobby Dean from the North Island who's who's just running like an absolute machine. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Dougal's Dougal's definitely favourite on paper. Sam Manson, Ryan Kiesanowski, um, the Sam Goodall. There's, there's again. And there's plenty of depth, so I think um, you know you'd have to say Manson and Dougal are probably probably favourites for first and second. But then you know it's it's a whole big long race of um, names beyond that, really. Uh, hey, Glenn, can I congratulate you actually on behalf of sports lovers around the country because you have managed uh, where a lot of sports have just had to say no, we can't do it. You've managed <laughs> to find a way. So uh, congratulations on that, and uh, we all wish you all the best for a successful uh, event over the weekend. Hope it goes well. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that, Smithy, but it might be Sunday. You can con- congratulate me on Sunday, but um, yeah, I appreciate that, and I look forward to seeing you on the start line for the 41st one. That'd be nice. That would be nice. At this point, um, I'm a little bit, I ran about 100 to 1 outsider, but hey, um, that's outsider. <laughs> I, couldn't, I could be tempted. Is there money in it? <laughs> yeah, there's money, mate. Yeah, yeah, probably not like your salary, but it'll, you know, <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of money available. Yeah. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, it's a dream. Uh, it's a dream, put it that way. <laughs> Glenn's been yeah, great talking to, to you. Yeah. All right, mate, we'd love to see you. Good on you. <laughs> Cheers, Glenn Curry there, folks. Uh, he is the race director for the Coast to Coast. And as I said, terrific job because uh, when we pick up the paper or we pick, get onto the internet, the first story we see is can't do it this year, had to call it off. You know, we aren't, uh, but they are. And I reckon that is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, win, lose, or draw, whoever. Uh, The fact that it's happening is a real victory for me. So well done, Glenn, and your crew.